Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. We are back with another one of our patented hot take episodes straight after watching the episode, me and a guest who you will hear from in a second. <laughs> I don't know why I said guest. guest. Uh, we'll be here to give you our uninfected thoughts on that episode before later in the week bringing you our deep dive with Clicker Corner, all of the video game Easter eggs, and our fellow survivor, John. Um, Of course, we have a scene-by-scene breakdown in that episode as well. Now, as I said, a guest. I am joined by a guest today, and it is a man, I've written here in my notes, as creepy as David. But then I think that's a bit harsh, really, isn't it? It's little Gareth. Yeah. So thanks for having me on the show. Um... (laughs) Really weird comparison to make. A, a paedophile cannibal. Biblical man. Preacher. Uh, <laughs> B- biblical man. I can. Bible man. Confirm I'm none of those things. And I, no, I'm not happy with that at all. No. no fair enough. Take that back. Well, you, you can be his right hand man. You can be uh, the James who is just, you know, a bit emo and not sure what he's doing in life. How does that sound? <laughs> I mean, it's like I listen to Blink 182. Um, there you go. Yeah. Of course, we can't score the episode in the hot take. That is illegal. Um, it has been ratified by law enforcement here in Australia, uh, in the UK and America. So if we do, we will be arrested and potentially chopped up and called venison and then served to parishioners. So, Gareth, mm. with that in mind, uh, what are your thoughts on episode eight of The Last of Us? Um, it was... Really good. Getting bored saying it, to be honest. Like, what? <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to come on here and say anything else. Um, it was like a had a lot of horror elements to it. This episode, um, some of the the cinematography and the the editing and the framing and stuff and the music. It felt felt like a bit of a slasher movie at times. Um, I think it's a lot of slashing at the end of the episode. Yeah, it um, cleaving, cleavering, maybe. Yeah, cleavering. I don't want to say kind of what my highlights were because I I want to save that for the hot takes because um mm-hmm. there are a couple of of really key standout elements of this episode that I think made it work brilliantly. Um, that I want to talk about in a bit. Um, but yes, overall, another successful episode in my opinion. What did you think? Yes. What did I think? Uh, it's a wild episode, isn't it? At the end of the episode is fucking mad. Um, and to be honest, my biggest complaint is I felt this episode could have been longer. Um, the guy playing David, and I haven't had time to look this up, so don't judge me, listeners. Deep dive, I'll have all the info written down. But he is fucking creepy uh, and so unsettling. And I feel like they were doing some really interesting stuff with his community. Mm. And I, I maybe could have had one or two more scenes there. Because um, you don't really get that in the game because it's all from Joel and Ellie's perspective. It's nice to sort of... I know it didn't work necessarily brilliantly with um, Kansas City and... Um, what's her name? Kathleen. But uh, I feel like here it actually was really fucking creepy and I really wanted to see a bit more of it. Very you know? creepy. Yeah, like that whole religious cult in the apocalypse vibe. Um, 
I'm down for seeing more of that because it kind of creeps me out and it's the, like the horror elements that but, I really like. I mean, you know what I mean? You're, you're right. You are right. But you can't have it both ways, mate. You're saying last week, you're saying, oh, they've got to, they've got to move things along. I'm worried how long they're spending. They've got to get through. Yep. And I was worried about that because I, I, I knew the runtime of this episode and I knew that, 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 let's put it this way. I got like 10 minutes from the end of the episode this week yeah. and I was like, how the fuck are, are they going to replicate the game here? I didn't know how they were going to do it. I was like, there's no time. There's no way they're going to do it. Mm. Um, and they smashed it, to be fair, so their judgment is correct. I mean, the end is fucking awful. And uh, when I played the game, as you did, uh, bludgeoning that, that fucker to death was um, captured perfectly Cathartic. here. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, you fucking felt it, yeah. And, you know, I'm just saying that maybe an extra five or ten minutes wouldn't go amiss. Okay? Just all I'm saying. Now, other than that, the end of the episode is stunning. Extra seven horrible. minutes would have gone. <laughs> yeah, nice. maybe. And brutal. It was, you know, it was a great episode. Fantastic episode. Mm. Um, and mm, good. I'll save my score for the <laughs> for the deep dive. I was about to, I was about to score Fuck, it. Do you want to be arrested, mate? Fuck me. And chopped up. And, and chopped served. up. To the listeners. Which is worse, in a way. Would you say the listeners, in a way, are our parishioners? They're our flock. Yeah. yeah. They're our flock. Yes, dear listener, you are our flock. And we will gladly chop Gareth up and feed him to you. No, I'm joking. Anyway. Not, um, <laughs> it's not going far, let's be fair. No, it's not. I mean, yeah. Maybe we'll have to chop John up. That'll work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, before we jump into the hot takes, I just want to say thank you for all the fantastic support, guys. Uh, if you want to get your feedback into us for the feedback section, which we read out in the deep dive, you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. The email is in the show notes. So just go down there, click on it, write us a little email with your thoughts and feelings if you want as well. Um, and just to say, you can also... Give us some money at patreon.com forward slash fancritical. But I'll plug that more in the deep dive. Let's move on to these hot takes, little Gareth. Hot take number one. Um, should we start with uh, the man of the hour? Yeah, uh, I think we have David. to. David. Yeah. Um, he, he was a phenomenal villain. He was so good. Just the the menacing air, the creepiness. His, I don't, you don't want to make those comparisons to Kathleen. Um but you know it's going to come. And this was kind of how, like, softly spoken evil yep. is done. Yeah. He, uh, I, I thought in the game, he's obviously like, it's the same. He's quite softly spoken. He gives Ellie all these olive branches. And you're like, oh, you know, this mm -hmm. is interesting. Um, but they made him even more fucked up in the show. I feel like they made him way more unsettling. Um, he sort of lulls you in and shows you his true colours layer by layer until you get that, you know, frenetic, uh, brutal ending of the episode where he's like, yeah, this is who I really am. Yeah. And this is the thing about violence and the world in which these characters live. When they're pushed to their limits, they will show you who they really are. And that is um, a little bit of foreshadowing for maybe the finale that we're going to see next week, mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting. But yeah, man, like I, I thought, I thought this was a better version of David from the game, to be honest. Um, I think it was, it was more, more nuanced. Um, and yeah. he, 
you know, a, a lot of things kind of early on, obviously this is deliberate, but early on there are like, there are likable things about his, about the way that he acts. Um, but just with those like hints that, you know, he's not quite right. Um, yeah. Like the, his little stares at people or like the, the way that he kind of approaches, you know, crying girl grieving over her, her dad. Like, yeah, that everything about him was just slightly off. Um, but then, yeah, it's, yeah, then he's slightly off, isn't it? Yeah. And then he speaks and it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, he's, he's saying, go and get some medicine. That's yeah. quite nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go and warm up in the hut. Cause you know, it's cold. That's all right. That's fair. Um, also I'm going to chop you up into little bits. Okay. Sorry, what was that last one? Oops. Was it's, last one um, it's cold outside, so let's go back in the. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, right, nice one, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I'll chop yeah. you up. Um, yeah, really good performance and a really good character. Uh, creepy as fuck. Um, do you know one thing that annoys me though about like this is always the case with these culty types. In fact, maybe we'll blend this into hot take two. Um, blend blending. Yeah. Um, is when they go, they full name, like they give the full first name every time. It's like David, Timothy, Marco, <laughs> like just shorten each other's names, man. Like yeah. you know each other. Dave. It's Timmy. Tim. Yeah. Timbo. But what's James going to be then? Jimmy. Jam? Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in a way that's longer, Gareth. It's not really a shortening. It's It's a, um... Familiarizer version, isn't it? Hammers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I went to school with a James who we used to call Mez because this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So um, there you go. That's an option. Um, so hot take two is is nicknames. Nicknames. Bring in nicknames. Now just okay. Uh, religious cult types. Um, yeah, the Book of David, the yeah. Book of John. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why, Gareth. They love it. That's true. That is true. Yeah. The book of Timothy. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Well. Um, they, <laughs> in another world, they could have just been a folk band, couldn't they? Like, oh yeah, they had the beards for it. Um, they definitely had the beards for it. Fuck me. But they were so. No, no one likes shaving in that community. They were so meek and like just these kind of passive followers of this creepy guy. I was like, come on, get some. Get some ownership of your life. Take control. Well, that's what this world does to you, Gareth. It beats you down into submission for those who are, you know, strong-willed mm. to lead in a way. Um, hot take number three, I've put uh, Joel's interrogation. So, you know, Joel's Joel's all right, thank fuck. Mm. Um, just took him a while. Lots of penicillin. Weeks, probably, of healing. Um, but the interrogation scene, I thought, was like, you know... Now, look, people are going to get angry when I say this, especially people who defend Joel as a character. And look, Joel is one of my favorite characters in anything ever. Mm. So I am also very defensive of him. But he has done some horrible, horrible things and will do (laughs) some horrible, horrible things. So it's difficult because he's one of those gray characters that we love talking about, but the interrogation scene is just proof of the life that he has led to this point. You know, you see all the things that he's had to do to survive 
You know, this this is brutal. This is ruthless, um, like we haven't really seen him before. You know, he's reluctantly violent um, in previous episodes, like the old man in the sniper's tower. And, you know, with Sam and Henry, you know, he's trying to like help them and stuff like that. But here, when someone in his family is threatened, and I've put family in quotation marks because now Ellie has finally transcended cargo removed, to family. Remove those quotation marks. Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah, she is family. When you threaten his family, he will fucking destroy you and everyone you love to save them, right? And here, this is a fucking brutal uh, example of how far that man will go, right? It, it, and I thought it was fantastic. It was fantastic, <laughs> and it was brutal. And it was, I mean, it was disturbing, Um yeah, I will say disturbing as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um but in a way in, impressive like between him and and Ellie like there's two of them they come away with like a a 7-0 victory here. It's like it is <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Um it is impressive that they managed to take down all of these Joel is very strategic. He has to be, obviously. He's heavily weakened. Um, anybody manages to kind of, you know, one by one, take them out in, it was, <laughs> it was almost a bit home alone-esque. It was like, oh yeah, we'll get the first one. We'll lure them into the basement and there's a trap. And then there's another trap around the corner with. What sort of home alone are you watching? Home alone two. Only, oh, yeah. only where, this where, one was less they violent. they would definitely die. Where they all would definitely die when <laughs> the traps that he sets up immediately, like the first, he throws bricks at their head from like, <laughs> like <laughs> from a, a two-story five-story building. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're dead. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it it was it was a sign. It it showed you, um, you know, like you said, how much he cares about Ellie, and I think um, I think he he can control that that violent those violent impulses but not when it comes to ellie anymore hot take four then gareth hot take four is despite the the violence and the horror of this episode that i think um there was a line that really got me right at the end when joel says it's okay baby girl yeah, oh, famous line. I couldn't. Famous line. Like, it was just perfect. It was perfect. After, after everything Ellie had been through, after everything Joel yeah. had been through to to get her back, um, everything Ellie had to do just to survive. And fuck me, that was... It got... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, did it get... Obviously, you know, we're both, no, we're both uh, relatively yeah. recent parents. I, I happen to have a, a little little daughter and so I don't know, just the literal words like baby girl and that yeah. protective and, instinct. And it, call, it's like, oh, man. it calls back to Sarah as well and that's the most you know, important thing for his character is, you know, holding Sarah as she died, he said that, and now he's holding Ellie mm. as she's survived. Um and there's that contrast between, and we'll get into this in the deep dive because it's very interesting, but there's that contrast between the innocence of Sarah and the survivalist in Ellie. Yeah. And how one of his children 
family now has survived um but yeah it did get me and and talking about that survival instinct i'm going to go on to hot take number five which is ellie surviving (laughs) Um, basically is my title and i thought bella was i was a bit skeptical of her early in the episode i think she's amazing i thought i thought she was amazing last week but the last 20 minutes this episode she is fucking amazing right yep it was like just next level good right um there's a bit of irony involved in these scenes gareth and i I thought i'd highlight this in the hot take and we'll get into it in the deep dive as well um so troy baker who plays joel in the games is playing james david's right hand man in this episode and ellie kills him so in a way ellie kills joel (laughs) it's fucking bizarre I was like, this is weird. Wouldn't it have been good, though, if we had, like, Joel fighting Joel? It would be like a, like, well, you know that Spider-Man gif where it's like... Yeah, the gif, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that would have been very good. Yeah. So either way, it was a bit of an Easter egg for everyone, obviously. Mm, yeah. Um, but also her going full fucking beast mode on David at the end mm-hmm. uh, when he's, like, trying to rape her, which is fucking disgusting. And he's, she's just turning his head into fucking mush and there's blood splatter and it's hitting the lens and then the image is getting all fogged up and it was brutal and she's a survivor at any costs you know and she's learned so much from joel in that regard you know what i mean there are moments like do do you know what it reminded me of a couple of moments in film that where Sometimes, usually, that kind of level of violence is is too much to watch. Like it's hard to it's hard to watch it, you know. But there's a couple of films, like, um, you know, in Blood Diamond. There's spoilers for Blood oh, Diamond. Oh yeah, he does the same. Um, yeah, you know, when when he when the the dad gets the, Solomon Van and Solomon yeah. gets the guy who had taken his his oh, son. Oh my god! And he just and he just smashes the shit out him. of him with a. Sp- it's incredible and um seven when brad pitt takes out fucking spoilers for seven coming up (laughs) (laughs) spoiling it all um if you haven't seen seven turn off now um but when when brad pitt just loses it at kevin spacey it's like these are just so justified warranted they're so earned um and again just incredible that that this show has has got us to that point in one episode of TV. It's not like yeah. they they keep doing it every episode. There's somebody that you, I mean, you I care about, care about like David. <laughs> <laughs> care about. Or, I'm so gutted that David's dead. <laughs> no. Or in that time, you managed to hate them that much as well. It's amazing. Yeah. Hats off to the showrunners. They did it in 50 minutes this week, which has blown my mind because <laughs> yeah. I felt it was you know it needed to be at least an hour. And, of course, we're going to talk about that and uh, the runtime of episode nine, which is 43 minutes, in the deep dive. Um, But that is it for the Hot Take episode. Thank you to uh, our very own David and Gareth. No, I'm joking. He's he's just out of order, really. shouldn't be saying that. That's far too much. Um, (laughs) uh, No, thanks for being here, mate. I'll see you in a day or so's time for the uh, deep dive with our boy John, who I'm sure has lots of thoughts on this episode. he recently came out of a cult himself. So I mean he was leading I'm, the cult. Oh yes, that's right. He was leading the cult, yeah. So he 
it will have a fascinating um, sort of interpretation of this episode. I can't wait for it. Um, but that's it. Uh, send in your feedback, fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Feature yourself in the old feedback section of the deep dive. And uh, as I said, any extra support, review, subscribe, uh, or go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and uh, help us out financially. Until then, uh, we're going to go, you know, write some more notes, come up with some more theories Hunt and that. Some and we'll see you in a few days. See you later. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.